I V M. Hi, I'm Siddhant. And I'm Dilnaz. Welcome to Sex Vex. Today we're going to talk about abstinence. And um, yeah, that's a very big topic. Yeah, and but abstinence, we are talking about sexual abstinence. I mean, yeah, you can yeah. abstain from food and alcohol and smoking and everything, but we are talking about abstaining from, from sex. sex. Yeah, yes. yeah. You can't abstain from life, but you can abstain from sex. Although I will have friends who will probably say that abstaining from sex is like abstaining from life. <laughs> uh, is it? Is it friends or is that your personal experience? No, no, I, I, I have no such personal hatred toward, towards abstinence. Okay. Uh, but what we're going to talk about today is how this, well, this is a topic that is fairly universal across cultures in, well, all over the world, really. Mm. Uh, what these, what, what does abstinence mean to a lot of people? Why do we do it? Why is it a good thing? Why is it promoted in the ways it's been promoted in society? What is it about abstinence that is so important that everybody has to practice it? You know, I read uh, this article okay. yeah, uh, by someone called Amna Rashid. So in that, the there were reasons for abstinence right. that people, you know, so there were top reasons given for choosing abstinence and there was a percentage of people who... Uh, Answered. Th- yeah. So before you tell us, is it the, the people that were asked to take the survey... Were they all people who already abstained or are just general well, people? Well, that wasn't, but they were general yeah. people. So you if, know, they had to abs- ob- if they yeah. had to take a vow of abstinence, they would take yeah. it because And not of- necessarily permanent abstinence forever and ever in life, but yeah. abstaining for a while or abstaining for a period of time or abstaining, you know, till they get married or whatever the reason, yes. depending on... Uh, on how, depending on ages and stuff like that. Right. So basically, they what they would do to take a vow of not having sex. Yeah. The, I mean, their top reasons given for choosing abstinence. Okay. So the top one was upholding religious or moral values, which was a 42% of them. Their reason yeah. for abstaining was that. Okay. Then there was don't want to get pregnant, which is a 38%. Then there was waiting for that one special person. For all you romantics <laughs> out there. Yeah. Which was a 34%. The fourth was fear of getting a sexually transmitted disease, which was a 33%. Then there was focusing on education and career, 23%. Means if I'm having sex, means I cannot focus on my career. I cannot focus it's on too education. Too big a distraction, <laughs> clearly for some. Yeah. The sixth was save yourself from emotional regret, fear, anger, betrayal. So 18% of people were abstaining because of that reason. Then there was don't want to disappoint parents, which was 11%. And the last was maintain your reputation. Wow. 9% was maintain your reputation. So Um, do you have a reputation? I mean... (laughs) I'd like to think so. Okay. But let's let's go over these uh, these reasons. Yeah, real and quick. religious means religious from is everything like from Christianity to Buddhism to asks you to do all that. over. Yeah, you know, not I, just. Uh, I wonder why that is though. 
Uh, have you ever really wondered why everyone is saying like abstain from having sex before you get married? Is there a particular reason you think? But these, I mean, some of them are moral issues. Yes, right? yeah, and like your reputation of, and uh, yeah, you know, and some of the, like genuinely, some parents don't want their children to focus on things like. And I don't know, you know, I'm very confused. Like when I was reading up on this topic, I myself was very confused as to. what do i believe truly yeah because i you know nowadays i hear stories about about 12 and 13 year olds having sex and sure yeah i'm like my god that's a bit much and then i'm like ma like am i being narrow minded you know mm. Mm. so i don't know how i feel about the topic like okay. i don't feel so, whether we should actually encourage i mean i'm not saying enforce something because that mm. creates a rip- you know like repression and that's just, another society i mean i just had another just, i just had another thought which hmm. might help you out with uh, your problem or your conundrum that you're having with hmm. uh, seeing how younger children could be getting like adolescents let's put it that way not i mean yeah I 12 mean, and 13 th- is yeah. just like that at the, at, know, the, at just at that point teens, yeah. yeah so abstinence is always something that is a choice uh, you you yeah, have to abstain because you can and, and it has to be a choice it has to be it a choice there's, be a there's no other conscious effort you know it can't no be an unconscious way. yeah enforcement yeah, so, so the people who abstain means that they could have sex and they're taking taking that off the table but if uh, we don't tell children about it does that mean that they're abstaining or does that mean they don't know No, but my thing is, if you keep telling a child sex is bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, and then you say, okay, but you know, it's your choice. You choose. Then, of course, if you have been taught it's bad, it's bad, it creates this, it creates that, it's not good. It's uh, then obviously I'm going to think I'm going to believe that. So my choice is obviously then going to be that no, I'm not going to have sex, right? Yeah, well, so then what is that? It's choice? never that obvious, right? It's never that obvious because then clearly some then people do. Completely rebellion, saying that you can't have chocolate means you want to have chocolate. Yeah. I mean right. see the things with choices in general are that mm. there's always more than one reason and there's never one separate well there's not one particular reason that people mm. do anything mm. I I personally believe that sometimes people are ready for sex and relationships when they are ready Hmm. So we cannot put chronological age numbers to some of these things. Some of us develop our bodies much quicker. Some of us develop it much, much later. later. Bodies and emotionally, and emotional emotional maturity, maturity also, mentally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you see, like some men are thirty-two and yet emotionally immature. Immature, yeah. <laughs> and there are some women who seem like they can do anything at the age of thirteen because yeah. they they've just got it all together. Are you saying that uh, they are not ready? uh that's a very difficult question to answer the the real thing we should be thinking about is do they have all the tools at their disposal to make the choice that they have to make because at the end of the day your sexual activity is exactly like everything else that is to do with you it's your own personal journey it's your own personal you have to take responsibility for yourself so give them a pros and a con of sex uh, right exactly. like in their sex ed classes precisely what are, what can happen yeah. what is good what is bad what like goes it's wrong like great this is what it is but this can work on what can go wrong and then trust that they will have the emotional maturity to choose at whatever age sure i i mean you can't trust 12 year olds to do anything if you if you that's the way you set up in life i mean if you think that they are always going to make the wrong decisions especially with uh, something as important as their own some bodies some of them do make the wrong decisions y- yes but that's the whole point of that's why it's not easy to be a parent or a guardian or a, a authority figure in a child's life it's mm-hmm. very important that that's why they say adolescence is so 
difficult and dangerous yeah. generally but is it abstinence if they don't have sex during this time or is it that they're not ready so that's something we'll have to probably leave for a later date however going back to your points that we you raised about reasons why people might abstain mm. from having sex mm. um the the two that really always stick out here are the moral reasons which are uh it's religiously not a good not i, I don't want to yeah, clash with my religion yeah there was this religion. one website that i read saying that uh, abstinence gets you into heaven and if you have sex outside marriage god will give us aids and stds yeah like but, this was on but a- this is the goofy funny thing about this topic right because no matter how much we think that abstinence is something that is used as a moral punishment It's against like a moral us. policing and yes but the 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 sad part is with this mm-hmm. is that abstinence is the only way to not have a sexually transmitted disease and to not get exactly. someone pregnant or get yourself pregnant yeah. they are absolutely right when they say if you don't do this god will give you stds and pregnancy because eventually one of the two <laughs> will happen to you if you have sex enough or in irresponsibly so it's strange because this is one of those few times where the uh, moralistic side is lose is has got something over the logical so logical side to the argument I, i mean i don't want to add any more labels to this but hmm. just think about it so abstinence yeah, is the best way to do any of these things yeah like there was there was there was one thing which said that the responsibility of any public institution especially ones dealing with kids is risk avoidance not harm reduction So they believe that about smoking, right? You just say no smoking. You don't say that if you smoke, use a filter. Yeah. You say don't drink and drive. You don't say that if you are drunk and driving, then wear a seatbelt. So mm. they similarly, they're like, why shouldn't the same be for sex? Just say don't have sex. Don't say have sex with a condom or don't say like if you have sex and if you're knocked up, then this these are your preventive methods. So they believe that then then just don't have sex, right? Don't smoke. Don't drink. Don't drive. Don't yeah. drink and drive and yeah. don't have sex. Yeah. Well. you can drink and you can drive but don't do them together as what we're trying to say however i think uh, we should revisit these topics a little later mm-hmm. on in our show for now let's take a short break and we're back and we're talking about abstinence dilnas what um, do you got I got a couple of shocking videos on abstinence. What do you mean? What what kind of videos? Like there are these uh, organizations with right. which are pro abstinence. So they believe that abstinence should be the way to live, you know, at mm. least till you have till you're married and stuff like that. So there's something called weight training, W A I T training. Right. Then there's something called go ape. The ape stands for abstinence something something. Then you know, there's something called no screwing very, around. Very easily <laughs> misconstrued thinking oh the go ape organization i'm sure that'll help me out with my <laughs> sexual problems and once you go there it's just the opposite uh, yeah but uh, some of these speakers you know of these organizations they like address a good half a million people a year like they have these shows you know where there are thousands of people and they are standing on stage and talking Is it free? It better be for free. I like I can't imagine is. paying somebody think, money to tell me is, not to have sex. <laughs> I, I think this is all in the US. Okay. So there was this uh, one video about someone called Shelly Donahue of this weight training abstinence education something. Sure. And she gives this example of tape, okay? So she calls this one guy up on stage and she you know like like tape sticky tape. Sticky tape. So she puts tape on his hand and then yeah. she calls another guy and puts tape on his the same tape on his hand and then another. So she calls like five six people and 
removes the same tape and puts it on all of them. Sure. And then at the end, the six guys like, oh, but the tape is not sticking. And she says, that's what going that's what's going to happen to the woman. Like, the, like the same way the tape is going to lose its bonding power and it's going to get damaged. Similarly, this is the case for a woman. And I was shocked. I was shocked. I'm, I'm like, what about people of people who've undergone sexual abuse? Like, are you saying there's no hope for them? And and what if a guy wants a tape which knows how to stick? You know, what if the tape is <laughs> what, perfectly happy? It, what if the guy on whose hand the tape is Maybe your hand is not good enough to be <laughs> sticky. Is what you're trying to say as well. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's it's shocking and like uh, yeah. these kind of videos. I, I, the the thing is, I don't understand how a woman is a piece of tape. In the sense that, how is that the same thing? What is that? I mean, is it because we're... I, I don't get it. Yeah, no, it's like non-virgins, it. according to them, are yeah. called used toothbrush. Or what? a chewed up piece of gum. I was shocked when I read these things on these sites. Uh, and okay. it, it was quite shocking. Like there was one video of uh, this guy and this girl on their wedding night. So she's sure. like a bride and a bridegroom. And she's dressed in this little bride dress. And he's in a yeah. suit and all. Yeah, yeah. And then he comes to her and he, you know, shows her these two j- jogging shoes, which are really tattered and torn. And he's like, hey, what's this? It looks so... Obviously, the jogging shoe is, you know, it's like it's a, a metaphor. Set, yeah, 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 it's a metaphor. Uh, let's go with metaphor. And yeah. uh, then he says, looks like the entire football team has been in them and she's like oh no but I wore socks every time I mean socks obviously implying condoms yeah every time you know I wore these shoes and he's like so what socks don't prevent fungus and then at the end of this whole video you know she regrets and confides in the audience saying that you know I wish I had abstained and the best line is socks don't protect my heart Well, obviously, man, there's socks. They I go mean, on feet. The heart is not something that needs socks anyway. I mean, I, so wait, so, so you're it's telling, shocking that you're our telling videos me like this. so far we've, we've, uh, we've compared women to sticky tape, used toothbrushes, showing you chewed, chewed up, piece chewed of up gum. pieces of gum and tattered shoes. shoes. And okay. in this day and age, we are, and these are, I think these are all American videos. Sure. I mean, sure. you know, the cool place to be and open-minded and uh, look, it's shocking. I, the, I mean, the hypocrisy. You, you, we've, we've had, we think, I think we have discussed the difference in cultures around the world and tackling things. People are taught this. Obviously, they're going to think that sex is bad. Obviously, they're going to have fear and guilt when they actually have sex. Yeah. True. And instead of becoming a pleasurable, but, enjoyable thing. It's going to become like this taboo. No wonder it's a taboo. And no yeah. wonder we are coming up with repressed societies. Of course we are. I mean, we, we've we got wonderful announcements on our side of the fence as well. You know, don't eat chow mein. You'll <laughs> turn into a bad person. Things like that. But anyway, before straying off too far into it, mm-hmm. I'd like to like think, let's try and answer one question. Mm-hmm. If abstinence mm-hmm. is the key to anything, does it help? in getting people better sex do people have better sex because they've abstained for a long time and have found each other and now it's the perfect union of two like-minded people that have saved themselves diligently for each other does the sex get better i don't think scientifically or medically there's anything that i've read up or i've tried to find out which medically proves that yes if you abstain from it then you have better sex when you actually finally have it right 
I don't think there's any. Uh, I, I mean, not I that mean, I could I find will, any scientific proof or any that, medical though. proof. Yeah, exactly. That this is what it is. Exactly. Yeah, maybe at a mental, psychological level. I don't know how each no, person's and that's psyche the funny works. Funny bit. That's the know? first thing I read. I, I, it was about psychology and how sex affects people's brains and hmm. how it affects relationships. Obviously, because sex is a totally different thought component of a relationship, other than you and her and. Or him, whatever. Mm. You have uh, your sexual being together, the two of you. So yeah, like some people say, distance makes the heart grow fonder, fonder etc., etc. These are all random cliches applied yeah. to various relationships. Exactly, and some people say out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, so. well, there you have that as well. <laughs> That's two things. But mm. what what I'm trying to say is that when I was trying to find out my main question for this particular topic, mm. which was, does abstinence genuinely make sex better? in any way i was hit by a lot of qualitative studies mm. and i say that very loosely because there usually are studies where researchers claim that because and a couple does not focus on the physical element of their relationship they have the maturity time situation to connect and be deeper with each other emotionally and so their bond goes stronger and when they are ready and married and the time is right to have sex that it is more fulfilling and better really that's what I, that's what some of these studies claim and uh, there's an equal number of critics who sort of shoot this down saying well that doesn't mean anything because mm-hmm. all you're saying is people love each other more if they don't have sex when sex is basically in so many ways the culmination of being in and love and it brings two people together the bond that no, sex creates no it really does i mean yeah. that's what we're talking about all the time here mm. it's something that you can't simply ignore by saying oh, okay it's better if we get to know each other because that's what this whole thing is solely about and uh, it yeah. helps to know each other it oh, it it's it, it's probably the best part about being in a relationship anyway but the point is if you get to know each other and you have sex i can't see why you can't have both you know i mm. you you have to put work into these sort of things and that's the other thing that i wanted to see does abstinence help relationships now because i know so many friends like okay. i know i personally know a few people who are okay. in relationships and they're like no we haven't had sex with and they're really in proper relationships and they okay. plan to get married like, like and everything long-term like long term relationships like will a culminate couple of years maybe yeah will yeah. culminate into a marriage and okay. you know but family have they had knows sex before? and some of them haven't no okay they've said i mean some of them actually believe that i'm going to save myself for marriage even though i know i'm marrying this person yeah. i am still going to save myself for my wedding night and i'm like okay great mm-hmm. but what if i mean sexually compatible is also a term that is used loosely sometimes sure yeah but it is an important term like what if on your wedding night you discover that it's just not happening or forget wedding night after the wedding you know what if you discover that you've abstained 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 from it and now it's just not happening with this person it's just not pleasurable it's just not for whatever reason not his fault your fault whatever reason then what then you continue for the next 40 years into this marriage with yeah, that sex i think that's what usually happens uh also you have to ask is that something that they're thinking about the quality of the sex that they will have because it's been such a non factor in their lives so far that uh you have a lot of people who are completely repulsed by sex 
absolutely obviously if this is what we've been taught as as children the sex is bad sex is this abstain from it only do it after your marriage it's not a good thing you know we've constantly under pressure of it being morally wrong mm so obviously if that's been drilled into your head since you've been a 12 year old 13 year old or whatever your old child that's what you're going to think right at a subconscious level right so yeah. even though people say you have a choice you don't have a choice because your subconscious is not allowing you to choose your subconscious has already mm-hmm. made a decision that this is something wrong and bad okay i mean we we can obviously talk further about morally morally acceptable mm. norms when it mm. comes to relationships mm. and sex mm. but let's talk about one more factor which i thought was very interesting about this mm-hmm. i think we both read about it in different capacities how does abstinence help your physical being because what i read at one point and i have had some people tell me about this is that uh, if you abstain from sex and when i say sex i mean everything even sex um, masturbation all of that stuff hmm. if you if you stay away from all of it hmm. you tend to save up a kind of energy a sort of presence yeah. shall we say that makes you a lot more sexually you have a lot more sexual energy let's put it that way but that and sexual en- energy is converted into a spiritual or a centered in fact right. that's what uh, yoga and ayurveda ancient vedic texts also say i mean i actually you know? read some kind of scientific version of this where okay. they were trying to say that you tend to then what happens is you will eventually release certain uh how should i put it what what is the word for this i'm looking for hormones hmm. or a certain smell maybe that hmm. makes you even more attractive than you would be if you had been uh getting involved in sexual activities on a regular basis. Yeah. Now, I don't know where this stands because that that stuff was inconclusive. Hmm. But clearly you've also found some sort of spiritual I've, guides to yeah, this. Yeah, actually I've got a lot of I was trying to read up on yoga and brahmacharya and all yeah, of I mean, that. Yeah, I mean these are some somewhere know? where you would like they deal with the body so yeah. they must know so some stuff. So actually yoga scriptures do say that abstinence is the surest and speediest way to boost our deepest reserves of vitality and power. Yeah. They believe that ejaculation leads to a loss of power, a loss of energy, a See, loss of th- concentration. See, that that I do know they have studies for because you hear about this all the time athletes going to the football world cup are told don't bring your girlfriends and wives because mm. if you had sex uh, drops your testosterone mm. uh, drive and things like that yeah, so because the semen is actually considered to be an elixir which is yeah. which is converted into this subtle energy yeah. called ojas or something is like that, that. Right? that's what i read it's but called yeah, but that's the thing they did find that testosterone levels drop after sex obviously mm. and uh, when you're and going you to need those go out onto the, the field at the top level every little thing makes a difference to your performance you know you got to have wow. you have to be at the tip top top of your condition so w- w- does it work a lot of players and a lot of coaches go nah it's nonsense it doesn't yeah, really change does it, anything does it really have a scientific explanation or uh, is it that people don't want them to get distracted by I the mean, chicks and that's you know, why here's the thing right they've only found that there's a link between testosterone being less in the body and when athletes have had sex mm. and when athletes don't have sex there's more testosterone and testosterone has been linked separately to say that it helps with physical endurance exercise power all these things that you do associate with physical traits of a mm. top athlete mm. now does it affect it to the extent that it hinders a performance i don't know i'm not sure it, 
if uh, there's any conclusive proof i'm sure there's a lot of experts there out there there is no con- that's what when i was reading i did not find any conclusive scientific proof on any of these things yeah there are definitely experts out there who are like oh my god we totally believe that sex before a mm. game is terrible mm. and there are experts who say no i don't think it makes a difference it's one of those where the scientific sports community is sort of split in their own camps. Yeah. But I think I think uh, textually it seems the hormones that have not been if you if you uh, practice brahmacharya then the hormones which haven't got out of your body through the semen they just they the body uses them for something so else. So this is something that the uh, even what, what kind of says. So in fact there was a school this, of what school of thinking is this? this I is, think it's a lot of yoga. Okay. Uh, a lot of yogic scriptures say that celibacy is important if you want to reach, reach that level of uh, whatever that level of nirvana is called you know okay, yeah. like because it it frees you because it's it's like what buddha also says right earthly desires sure. like if you stop the desire that is the mess you know so it 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 frees you from earthly distractions and takes you to a genderless state okay in fact there was this one story that i read about some swami chidananda I, right. I hope I'm pronouncing the name. It was okay. he was the celibate leader from the Divine Life Society, which was in India, which was started in the late 1960s. Hmm. So there was this this writer who said he always smelled lovely. He smelled beautiful. There was this, you know, this beautiful subtle scent sort of that he yeah attractive so, fragrance. So he he asked you know he asked the leader of the center as to you know what is the perfume or what is the thing, and that chick just laughed and said that he's not wearing any perfume, uh, because he has mastered brahmacharya. His body is simply using the hormones differently. Wow. So next time Sid when you want to save up money on yeah. your isimiyaki or your yeah, Armani yeah. perfume just practice celibacy. <laughs> I'm I'm sign me up I guess. I think the other thing is uh, just bottle up some brahmacharya yeah. So uh, <laughs> apply it yeah, all over. Apply Ew. liberally. Yeah. I'm sure that will work out just fine. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's take a short break and get back to this. and we're back so navratri <laughs> yeah that time of abstinence supposed time of abstinence it's quite the abstinence yeah but no actually you're su- i mean a lot of people are confused about are you supposed to abstain or are you not so i was just googling and you know i was curious myself because some yeah. people said that no you know in fact garba and all is where maximum you know you're yeah, enjoying dance I, and you I enjoy thought. romance oh <laughs> no you didn't Okay. All so right. So I went on to this website called www.ammas.com. Because that's where you go Dilnas. <laughs> that's where you get all your cool happenings. That's where you So you know, how you how you hang with the cool yeah, kids. Yeah, with the cool ammas. Yeah. So there was this one question that some so there's this question and then a lot of people on give replies and answers in like a chat room or whatever it's called. Sure, yeah. So there was this one question saying, "Can someone tell if we can have sex during navratri especially if we have kept kalash in house <laughs> who is this person who has come here to replace dilnas as usual so that is the question oh you're back okay and there are answers okay so okay. answer 1 was hi friend you can have sex but in a separate room take care to have a good bath head bath also You can't forget Don't them forget. head baths. No, yeah, you need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before doing the puja, 
as in puja as in the puja yeah, not, not, not not the not chick the puja <laughs> before you know the who puja. you are puja it seems yeah navratri festival is all about getting rid of all mental filth it is better to enjoy sex and then do proper puja than trying to do a puja without spiritual feeling in the heart <laughs> delicious So yeah, have wow. sex. Go ahead. Wow. Just have a bath after that a because head the bath. don't head forget bath. the head bath yeah. part of this. Head bath. I feel like you're you cheating clean. people out of this information <laughs> right now. Head bath. Head bath, guys. And there was another answer which said, "Hi. In general, it is advisable to abstain." I'm telling you abstain. it was abstain. O B S T A I N. Abstain. That sounds like a detergent that hasn't been made yet, you know. Abstain. Detergent for car seats. So yeah, it's confused about Navratra. A lot of people believe that, you know, do not and abstain from sex, food, drugs. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you're fasting. Well, that's abstain for everything. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just don't live life. That's just all. Just don't don't. Yeah. Oh, but I have to come to my best section. Already. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. No. 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 Let's no, no. do it. Okay, Let's okay, do we'll it. We'll do it. No. 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 We'll do it later. Okay. 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 Actually, you had one more really cool uh, point about uh, periodic abstaining. Right? Yeah. Abstinence. Actually, yeah. Periodic it's this medical. Uh, it's. It's. Yeah. It's actually a family planning method. Okay. In what, which what couples? What is it? What is it exactly? So basically, uh, couples and uh, avoid having sex during certain days of the month when the woman is more likely to become pregnant. So it's some calculation that you do when she's ovulating or something, right. something, something. Yeah, yeah. So those days of the month you abstain from sex. So a lot of people, a lot of people use that as a family planning because it has no side effects. It's got no cost. It's got no threat to the fertility. You don't have to use any external physical contraceptive. You just don't Don't have sex for those six days or whatever it is. Yeah, you know, you, you calculate. Make sure you have a good calculator. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Because if you don't, then, then it's the opposite effect. Very <laughs> so, yeah. undesirable indeed. So yeah. that is something called periodic abstinence, and okay. there's also something else, something called postpartum abstinence. Okay, this is an actually a very serious issue that a lot of people don't realize that women face, which is yeah. after birth. what happens to them yeah like a post pregnancy and a lot of uh, doctors tell their patients that nothing has to go in your vagina for 6 weeks sure though what i read is there's no scientific like a number whether it's 4 weeks or 6 weeks or 8 weeks or 10 no, weeks so doctors just saying. generally I think, I think say 6 weeks we just say these things because they're the most convenient hmm. probably the safest number you can think of but I it's mean, basically some... till your postpartum discharge from the vagina stops yeah so till that till that stops you mm. don't have sex and and a lot of women don't i think feel like having sex also their sexual drive Who also can goes blame down them, really yeah you know, something's just come out of your vag you know yeah, so yeah, it is yeah. a bit you don't want something else going inside and hurting you <laughs> you didn't have to have us tell you that but now you know but uh, yeah and also it's also a way for vaginal tissues to heal and yeah. uh, women are very uh, open to infection To the at, this, at this time, and, uh, gen- so is, is this something this that is a modern practice, or is this just something that's not been going really? On? In fact, it's been going on for centuries. I read that there's a lot of this in African countries. Sure, it's yeah. like a socio-cultural practice more than a modern medical scientific. Like in so Tanzania, Ghana, I mean, Ghana and all. A lot of women. Uh, it's also uh, like they just don't have sex after a pregnancy for like one year, two years. You know, they've been told that. this is not the thing done but actually it's a lot of people say that it's also a way of child spacing 
Yeah, it's like a child's pacing really technique because these are like yeah these are from like in tribes and even now a lot yeah. of them are not very mo- as modern as we in a way that's just think. family planning right yeah absolutely uh, a very extreme version of it no doubt mm. uh, because we've discussed this i mean as much as we try to trash abstinence it really is a foolproof method of not being pregnant If you don't have sex you can't make anyone pregnant or get pregnant yeah. that's just it and it's also supposed to have a connection with lactation so women who what are breast breast how breastfeeding how? i don't know how honestly i don't know how but uh, i read that now a few of these tribes and all are modern and they have they use condoms and stuff like that so it seems that the condoms are believed to prevent the sperm from possible poisoning of the breast milk so it seems sperm Poisons breast milk. breast milk. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now we don't know if that's the truth. Let's yeah, just. We don't. We definitely just, don't. But there were a lot of papers uh, yeah. on uh, Af- on these uh, postpartum abstinence, especially in African countries. Okay. You know. So that's something to think about, I guess. Mm. But um, there is another topic that you've been absolutely aching to discuss, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> I think I think you should just go ahead yes, and start with that then. My urban dictionary. There we go. There it is. So other than the normal definitions of abstinence like you know keep away from things that you like and especially yeah, sex yeah. and all. So there's one definition which says it is a foolproof way to prevent being a slut. Can't argue with that. <laughs> Can't argue with that. And another section said that abstinence is something which is usually practiced by churchies and fat, ugly people. <laughs> like mean. it's not a choice for them. You know, churchies. they can't help it. No one's yeah. gonna have sex with me anyway. <laughs> I am fat and ugly. <laughs> so cruel. So so cruel. <laughs> no, no, I'm not judging. I think no, fat I mean, people are really it's, sexy. It's just this is what Urban Dictionary said. Yeah, I didn't. We say don't it. speak for Urban Dictionary. <laughs> We're just giving you what it is. Yeah. So. Take a what little, have you got? Take I'm a sure little you've break from abstinence as a whole to bring you probably my favorite section. Mm-hmm. Well, at least this particular story is fantastic. Okay. We're gonna just talk about sex, a sex story, a crazy sex story in the world today. So this one hmm. is about. Uh, this happens in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a wedding night. That time where. Yeah, you know, it's it's perfectly. She could have abstained and saved herself abstained. only for her husband. Yes, <laughs> but uh, there's a there's a dramatic twist here. Okay. So I'm going to read out the news report, which okay. is on the IB Times, uh, UK website here. Okay. A bride in China accidentally had sex with the wrong man on her wedding night <laughs> after crawling into bed with the groomsman instead of her new husband. <laughs> The woman from Guangxi Zhuang Autonomous Region accused the best man of rape after realizing her mistake. The Global Times reports the groomsman was staying at the couple's countryside home after the wedding ceremony on the thirtieth of August. Known only by her surname Huang, the bride got went into the wrong room after getting up in the night to use the bathroom, according to a Shanghai Hotline news channel. Yet another news source in this. extremely dramatic story each house has only one bathroom and the doorways are separated by a curtain huang turned the wrong way on her way back to bed and ended up snuggled against the best man thinking the groomsman named his name is ruan for this story i guess ruan and she was ruan and oh, huang yeah okay, okay. uh was her husband she started kissing him He awoke from his sleep by the bride caressing him and after having sex they both fell back to sleep. 
as one would i guess if to get if you get woke up all all of a sudden in the middle of the night the woman is kissing you and then you're having sex with her you just go back to sleep after you're done i guess that's what ruan thought he was doing when she woke up in the morning and realized the mix up she shouted help he raped me alerting the family to the situation the couple then demanded ruan pay 20000 yuan that's their currency or 2000 pounds british okay. british that's pounds that's the currency that's not the bride's no, name no that's not okay. no no <laughs> casual racism aside and filed a lawsuit against him when he refused to pay at the trial the court cleared the groomsmen of the charges ruling that the sex was consensual between huang and ruan the court ruled that huang had initiated the sex and her behavior was voluntary it ruled she was liable for her own actions as ruan did not attempt to impersonate the husband in any way wow that's right <laughs> i mean i told dilnas the story before i put it uh, before we uh, it's still we funny got, we got yeah before we did this uh, before we recorded it i told her the story i didn't i didn't tell her the ending oh there's well, an the, ending to that's it that's the that's the ending like the court ruled against her saying that look you you crawled into his bed yeah, you kissed you him, kissed him. You, you had you sex snuggled. with him and then you fell asleep there so how is that rape but i mean again we never try to trivialize any of these situations here but some of them are so insane how she couldn't figure this was not her husband and he he didn't realize who is this chick coming in the middle of the night and having I, sex with me i'm going to go like, ahead and thinking? use the classic excuse of it was dark <laughs> it was dark and that's why all of this happened man <laughs> How? How? I don't know. I, she took a wrong turn, clearly. <laughs> and like these houses have only one bathroom and separated by curtains. That means when you pee, everybody can hear you. How does a curtain is that, <laughs> block is that noise? Is that what you're taking away from this? <laughs> this entire thing has gone down, and you want to know how curtains work as, as in, in an acoustic <laughs> sense? None of the other stuff matters apparently. But it's important. Uh, clearly it is. It, uh, I mean they could they they should uh, I mean yes. Okay. okay. I give you I give you that the curtains are quite frustrating for some people. But uh, I think Miss Huang, whoever she is, should probably put a UV necklace around her husband so that in the future if she needs to find him like she can just in shine a light and maybe like it, it'll respond put it around his what his put, just put a put a neck. necklace i don't know put something necklace around his neck or necklace around oh, wait hang on i'm not <laughs> i'm not referring to any of that stuff it's a necklace dinas <laughs> i was uh, you okay know. okay yeah jeez what do you think we're made of so that's uh, that should bring us to an end to a very very interesting episode of sex vex yes Um, abstinence i still haven't made up my mind about it okay i am still confused because there are a lot of times when i feel that damn i shouldn't have indulged in indulged in this with someone like with this guy okay you know so i mean I, i'm i'm still even after having this whole episode <laughs> i am still confused about what i feel about abstinence it's like a, this was whole this whole thing was done for dilnas's benefit for some reason and she's not benefited after no, that nothing at all <laughs> yeah but i mean abstinence is not something you can throw around right i mean you have yeah. to no, stay with it no it is actually a very serious topic stick with it and yeah. if you mean to get the best out of it or if that's what you are looking to do then you have a lot to consider Yeah. So, and it has to be a choice. Yeah, a choice that you make. Anyway, that's our episode. 
You can find Sex Vex on Audio Boom, YouTube, Stitcher, the IVM podcast app, or any other podcasting app that you prefer. If you're trying to find us on iTunes India, you might have some trouble finding us because of the language used on the show. So make sure you change your location first. 